What is going on, Swoopers? Welcome back to another episode of Swoop Luke. In this episode, we're talking Tom Mitchell, Luke Ball, the past 2023. Let's get into it. I want you to cast your mind back to 2009, specifically the end of 2009. Collingwood lose a preliminary final to Geelong. We get absolutely trounced in that preliminary final. We go back to the drawing board. We think something needs to change. Something needs to happen. We need players around this playing group who were young, who were um, you know under Mick Moldhouse. They had that spirit about them, but something just wasn't clicking. Step in the trade period. Now, 2009, there was a lot of things going on. Luke Ball desperately wanted to get to Collingwood. Luke Ball, the St. Kilda superstar who had just played in a grand final with St. Kilda, uh, wanted to get to the Pies. And the Pies were just frothing at the mouth thinking, this is what we need. We need a player of Luke Ball's skill, Luke Ball's talent, um, Luke Ball's leadership to be a part of this team to take us to the next level. St. Kilda, of course, weren't having any of it. He's a high draft pick, uh, their best or one of their best players at the time. Uh, they weren't taking anything that Collingwood was throwing at them. We offered them pick 25 at one point on the last day of the trade period. We offered them pick 30 and Tyson Goldsack, which is insane because Tyson Goldsack will go on to score um, the first goal in the uh, 2010 grand final against St. Kilda. So that's a bit um, uh, ironic, maybe not foreshadowing, but uh, ironic uh, either way. Um, they weren't having any of it. And a trade fell through. We could not trade for Luke Ball and Luke Ball walked to the preseason draft. Now, the preseason draft, Collingwood finished obviously uh, after a preliminary final, so we didn't have the first pick or the second or the third or the fourth, etc., etc. It was an absolute nervous wait, but at pick 30, with all the other teams opting for youth, Collingwood pick up Luke Ball for nothing. Absolute peanuts. And we talk about, you know, players coming for bags of chips or, you know, a can of Coke. But Luke Ball came to Collingwood for, like, nothing, like air, like just absolutely for free, pretty much. St. Kilda, because they played hardball, they could have gotten, you know, pick 25. I don't even know who pick 25 was in, in the draft that year. But instead of playing hardball and taking draft picks off us and taking a player off us, they said, nah, line in the sand, he can walk if he wants. Walk he did straight into Collingwood's lineup. The stakes are high. Ball throws it on the boots. And like swan before him. He's kicked the magnificent. Three there, just watch. Just read it. Yeah, taking the side. I think yeah. he might have been on Osborne at the time. So Ball and Cripps, eh? Marston. And just for reference, of course, Darren Jolly comes in the 2009 trade period for picks 14, picks 46, and he goes into the 2010 um, Premiership side as well. But our focus for this video is going to be Luke Ball and Tom Mitchell. The similarities, is this what we need? How is it going to work? It's exciting. 
So after Luke Ball comes to Collingwood, he's 25 years old, joins us with Darren Jolly. 2010 was special for Collingwood and Collingwood supporters everywhere in the history of the club. 2010, we obviously win our premiership. It's the, we draw in the grand final. We play a grand final the next week. We beat St Kilda. Of course, Luke Ball leads us to victory against his former club um, and obviously everyone else around him. Now, Luke Ball, Darren Jolly, two players we desperately needed at the football club. Like I, like I mentioned, Luke Ball's leadership, you know, uh, his talent, his skill, his just presence around the ground was something that we were lacking, especially in 2009, uh, in the lead up to 2010. And Luke Ball just added that shine and added that polish that we lacked, that we needed. And Darren Jolly was just the cherry on top. Uh, he was just phenomenal in the ruck. And those were two big catalysts into us winning the 2010 Premiership. Now, fast forward all the way to 2022, and you can even probably go, you know, 2022, uh, 2020, 2019, 2018 as well, where, you know, we lacked something. We lacked an in and under player. Yes, you know, we had Trill, uh Sire at times, Rupert Wills um, as well, but, you know, especially last year with Taylor Adams down, no Adam Trelaw. Uh, no one sort of stepping up in that big in and under role. We just fell through. And yes, we were winning games. And yes, we got really close within a grand final. But it's sometimes those little cogs in football that can go a long way. Because a little cog here or a little domino here sets off a big domino up here. And I think Tom Mitchell and a lot of Collingwood supporters think that Tom Mitchell is that little, that little domino um, that we need to set off a big uh, domino at the end. Now, do I think that we're going to win a premiership in 2023? Look, I always want to say that we're going to win a premiership or we're in with a good shot. I think we're in with a good shot. Do I think we're going to win it? We'll see how uh, the preseason plays out. Don't want to make too much of an early call at the moment. I think Tom Mitchell uh, is on the precipice of being a Luke Ball style recruit. Yes, um, Luke Ball was 25 when he comes to the Pies. I think Tom Mitchell was 31 when he comes to the Collingwood. He has that brown low. He comes to Collingwood because Hawthorne are just going to play youth, you know. Um, he wasn't getting his midfield minutes that he that he wanted. He was down on uh, his disposal rate. Yes, we know Luke, uh, I was going to call him Luke Ball. Yes, we know that Tom Mitchell racks up these um these numbers and look, not a lot damaging by foot, but what he does is he's in and under, he's dishing it off to now Pendles, Dugowie, Taylor Adams when he's back, uh, Darcy Cameron, whoever else, you know, he's dishing it off to in, in the middle. He's another midfielder that slots straight into our best 23 now and just takes us to that next level. We don't, we might not have another uh, 12 close games run because uh, we're, we're getting those clearances. That's something that we lacked in the last few years, especially last year. I think we were ranked 16th or 17th for clearances uh, in the competition. And you can't win a lot of games where you're, you know, falling second to, to clearances. Clearances are a big thing. We know we don't have Brody Grundy now, and Brody Grundy was a clearance king at the Pies. We don't need that big ruckman. We got Darcy Cameron to do the job. What we need is someone who is going to get their hands on the ball first, get in and under, not afraid to put in the work, and um, get us those clearances. Like, it, it, there's not much more to say. It's those clearances that are key to, to winning flags, I think, in my opinion.
Now, Mitchell, yes, he was down on his numbers last year. He played 21 games, though. Probably wasn't going to get a lot of games this season at Hawthorne. I think he has a point to prove to not only himself, but the AFL community, to Hawthorne as well, saying, you know, look what you have you have just lost pretty much. Um, comes with that leadership, like I said, that 2018... Um, that 2018 Brownlow as well. Uh, the, these sort of things help the younger players. Like, okay, we've got another leader. And a good, a very, very, very good example of this is when, you know, Tom Mitchell is leading these preseason, or not even preseason, pre-preseason training sessions. You see it, I'll, I'll put some uh, photos and videos up now, but you see it on the um, on his Instagram, on ball magnets as well. <laughs> See all of this, he's leading this resurgence of, of Collingwood. Um, and he's, he's grabbing these young players and saying, come with me, let me take you under my wing. This is how I train, this is how hard I train. We're gonna train Boxing Day, we're gonna train New Year's Day. You know, bang, 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 bang. And I think it's just really good to see. I haven't seen a Collingwood team go this hard at, at training, um, you know, besides like normal training in a long, long time. And like I said, it's those little cogs, those little dominoes that create that everlasting effect. And we've got uh, Tom Mitchell, and I was gonna call him Luke Ball again. We've got Tom Mitchell on the on the list for a few years, and our window is now, our time is now. So this could mean that this season we see a little bit of a different Collingwood midfield lineup. Does Lipinski move more to the wing with Tom Mitchell, you know, obviously starting in our best 23 and he's going to be that in and under player. So do we see Lipinski move to the wing a little bit more? Josh Dacos on the other wing. Does Steel Sidebottom get a lot of games? Now, Steel Sidebottom a couple months ago came out and said, you know, I'm 32, so I signed a contract extension, but if I'm not getting games, it's because, or I'm happy not to get games if it means that our squad depth uh, is working. So, what that kind of is saying to me is that still Cybottom is ready to take one for the team on the wing who had a phenomenal season last season. Um, I'll, I'll admit I was a bit of a, a detractor from him at the end of 2021. Proved me wrong and a lot of people wrong in 2022. Um, you know, does he come out of the side for a little bit uh, because Lipinski now will be on the wing? Tom Mitchell isn't there to make up numbers. Tom Mitchell isn't there to get 50 disposals a game. Tom Mitchell is there, you know, in his 2018 uh, Brownlow winning uh, season, he had about 200 or so clearances. Now, you know, is he going to get 200 clearances um, this season? I highly doubt it. But those are the numbers that we need, those high number in the clearances. I don't care about 50, 60, 40 disposals. Um, that's not what we recruited Tom Mitchell for. In and under, might be a different look Collingwood in the midfield, but imagine Tom Mitchell in and under, Hand passing to Jordan Degore. Jordan Degore going on a run, taking a bounce, kicking it in, uh, tries to kick it to, to Majek. Majek brings it down to ground. Ginevan or Bobby Hill grab the ball, snap, and goal. Like, that is what we want to generate. Collingwood last season were very good at rebounding or scoring from rebounds, right, from after center clearances. We conceded a lot of center clearances. We conceded the ball. We were ranked 16th or 17th in clearances. So what used to happen was, with center clearance, 
Team, opposition team will get it. It'll go into their forward line. We would rebound. We would run, um, run like crazy, and we will score off that. Now, that's amazing, and that is a great feather in our cap, but now we have to add another bow to the string or another feather to the cap or whatever the saying is, right? I'm not saying that the whole game plan is going to change because we have a Tom Mitchell. I'm saying that we are going to now hopefully score more from center clearances and rely less on the rebound from 50. We know we can rebound from 50. We know we can score from that, which is amazing. But we know we know now with, with Tommy there that we will be able to hopefully generate scores from uh, the center. Now, Taylor Adams will be there as well. Jordan Degoe, Nick Dagos, Jack Crisp, Brandon Maynard when he pushes in there. Lipinski is going to come off the wing, run hard into there. So, yes, we can rebound from 50. Now we have to learn to score from the center. You know, we were one point off a grand final. And you got to think that Sydney in that game put 72 points against us up until halftime. I'm not saying that someone like Tom Mitchell would have um, uh, changed the whole entire game, but they scored or generated most of their points from the center. We just couldn't keep up with them because we, we didn't have a Taylor Adams. We didn't have anyone that was going to go in and under like that. And, you know... I'm not saying that Tom Mitchell is going to bring us home a 2023 premiership or a 2024 premiership. I'm saying that he is that missing little cog, little cog that goes into the a middle cog, goes into a big cog, and goes into a huge cog that is going to help Collingwood for the foreseeable future. And I am so bloody excited. I just want preseason games. I'm so excited to see Mitchell pull on the black and white stripes and run out with the team. But anyway, guys, that's just been my video on Luke Ball. Not verse, but Luke Ball compared to Tom Mitchell, or Tom Mitchell compared to Luke Ball 2009 to 2022 23 season. Let me know your thoughts down below. Do you think Mitchell is going to be recruiter of the season? Because I bloody well think so, and that might be just be Collingwood bias. But let me know all your thoughts down below. But until then, like, comment, subscribe, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your pets, and until next time, double shackers. I'll see you later.